0: Good Monday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us, the anniversary of September 11th today, a day that means quite a bit to Keith Smith, the star of the talk show, the man whose name is on the banner. We will honor those who have fallen on today's program. Judah Wickhauer, if we can welcome Keith Smith to the program. Keith. I know this day means quite a bit to you.
1: It's a little difficult for me today, uh, but we're, we're going we're gonna to muscle our way through this just like the 343 firemen that went up to Two Towers. Um, most of them and they weren't going to make it home that day to see their family. So those who, who do not know, I am the son, grandson, and the great-grandson of a New York City fireman. Uh, most of the people that I grew up with Uh, they either went into the fire service or into the police department. Um, So personally, uh, knew quite a few people that did not make it out that day because that's just, you know, who you grew up with. And in the apartment building you're in, half the people were either cops or firemen. It's just the way life was back in the 60s and the 70s. Um, Also want to pay respects to a gentleman by the name of Rocco Camaggi. Now, Rocco is um, a family friend part of the family. So those of us who are a bit Yankees, I, I, I think this may be a Southern thing also. Um, you know, there's people in your life that have been in your life for generations or for tens of, tens of years. You call them uncle. They just become family. Well, um, Rocco was a, a window washer on the North Tower. Um, on that faithful day, and didn't make it home. So, if you do a little bit of googling, take a look at the interview we did with Vinny, his son, in 2020, where he uh, called us in live from 9/11. And I've always honored that he put Fox News aside from, put them aside to talk to us. But um, if you got a moment, take a time to listen to that interview. Scroll through it. You can just Google it; it pops up on YouTube pretty darn quickly on it, uh, but, you know, please go ahead and do that, particularly at the end of it, um, seeing you and I got a bit emotional, and if you ever really want to know who Keith and Jerry are, right, we, we do this three t- days a week, right, we get in front of a lot of people, uh, but watch the last several minutes of it, and if you ever really want to know who we are as people, those last few minutes are, are tell, tell, tell the story, I didn't really have anything really prepared today, but just don't forget, right? And if you can do anything today, go out and be kind to somebody, right? Just if, if if it's just for today, put together. You know, we've kind of gotten into this world of us and them, and left and right, and whatever. But take a walk around there. I gave a hug to the to the. Um, A person who runs the uh, Forgotten Her Name, Uh, Jerry can save me on this, Um, at the parking garage said thank you for all you do. Reach out to somebody, say thank you, spend some time with them. It's your most pressed asset. Again, I really didn't have too much to kick in uh, for the show. Um, Other than this one fact, we are fast approaching the same amount of firemen that have died since 9-11, from nine eleven related diseases we 're around three hundred and thirty, something somewhere around mm-hmm. around that number, uh, and there are roughly um, <clears throat> five thousand people have died since nine eleven so we, we lost a little less than three thousand since nine eleven to nine eleven related diseases there are as, as i 've got, there's a little over five thousand people that have died from that, and these are folks that showed up to try to find brothers and sisters or try to help anybody else out on the pile that have died from that. So uh, that's just a little bit of a sobering um, fact. But I'm going to let Jerry save me here before I tear up a little bit. But I just wanted to start the show off today. You know, please don't forget, I know as time goes on, that happens. uh, But there are... The fact that 5,000 people have died since 9-11, there are people suffering still as from 9-11-related um, diseases. So
0: I just got a uh, direct message from our talented and enterprising and versatile um, director and producer, Judah Wittkauer. I believe you have the, uh, the Rocco interview? Yep. Fantastic, Judah. Great work. Um, I want to play the video that he, the interview he's referencing... The son of a window washer, um, whose father died on uh, September eleventh this was how long ago we did this interview 2020 yeah, so three years ago
1: and it, the story about Rocco is is an American story. He was an immigrant from uh, Albania. It was actually uh, uh, actually got out of Albania in one thousand nine hundred and sixty nine so to put that in historical pre- preference, just think about what, where the world was in 1969, and that part of the world was communist, communist. So he had to get out of that country in 1969, come here, and he was a window washer, and that's what he did. And there's a, there's a little story that Vinnie will tell um, that his wife, Rocco's wife, always thought that he was washing windows on the inside of the thing and then found out through an interview that Rocco did, he was actually outside. So he's hanging outside of these buildings, 1,300 feet, whatever the hell, told, the, 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 the buildings are washing the windows. And unfortunately, that morning, he was doing that very thing when the plane crashed into it.
0: We'll, we'll play that video shortly. Before we do, on this 9-11 anniversary, we have a video from a good friend of the program, Ray Cadell. Ray Cadell is a realtor, he's a talented musician, all-around fantastic human being. He sent us a video today of, of, him, of him playing Taps, and I think it's a fantastic way to start a show whose theme um, is never forget, never forget. Judah Woodcower, if we can go to Ray Cadell on the horn, that would mean quite a bit to Keith, certainly you and I as well. We are in your hands, sir. Just give us a cue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cadell doing one of the things he does better than anyone on this planet. Um, Ray Cadell we are grateful for your video and for your talents um, and we are truly um, it's our pleasure to be able to commemorate this anniversary um, by showcasing one of the best horn players there are out there. Um, Judah Witkower also has an interview we did from three years ago with Vinny, his father, the window cleaner that Keith was just mentioning, murdered during 9/11. We'll play this interview. That was in a, a of very months. good choice of words. Before you have an opportunity, before we play this video, would you like to set the stage a bit more for us?
1: Yeah. So, um, like I said, uh, Vinny and the Kamash family are, are close families. We're, we're related. In, in the way of friendship, and and you know we, we we've adop- they adopted us, and we adopted them into our family. We've known them for for decades, um, and you know I, I on on the twenty twenty, and just put it in perspective, what we were doing in twenty twenty, we were fighting COVID, right? We're in the middle of COVID, and I and I uh, you know to to Jerry and Judah, I came up with this idea of doing a live uh, show and call in. Uh, Vinny, as he was actually on his way to 9/11 services at 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 down you know at at the tower at i have got to keep it together here Smith at the where the towers at down in mid Mid Manhattan anyway um, on a personal note he actually um, put Fox News aside to talk to us. So it's an interesting story. He tells a story, and um, I really rather let his words talk for us. And it's just a a reminder that this day or that day impacted us all. And you know, we we need. I've been trying to think about what to talk about today, and it's been bothering me. I was on a bike ride for two days. I rode a hundred and. I wrote 200 kilometers just to try to think about how to talk about today. And I think one of the things, and this may get me into a little trouble here, <clears throat> one of the things that concerns me is after 9-11, we all came together. We don't seem to be that way right now. And I don't know why. I wish we were. I wish we weren't so divided in things. Um, but maybe if we can bring a little bit of what happened just after 9 11 as far as the country coming together and people of different opinions came together to celebrate this country? Um, that would be wonderful. So I, I think I'm gonna shut up now and let the video go because um, I'm just
0: getting a bit emotional here. Vidy Kamaj, you ready to rock and roll here, Judah? This was from three years ago on Real Talk with Keith Smith during a pandemic. Is the YouTube video? This is the YouTube video. This is our interview with him?
2: Uh, I believe this is the...
0: Uh... This is the whole thing? We don't want to do the whole thing. Uh, no, this is the... You got your mic on and the uh, camera and a three shot?
1: So while, while he's doing that, I'll, I'll talk a little bit. Um, for those who are listening, um, a couple of quick questions out for everybody. So how has 9-11 impacted your life and your perspective On life, right? What? How? If somebody can chime in on that? For me, um, it was personal, uh, very personal, and and impacted my life very well. I, I, I I was thinking of this morning, Father Judd, um, who was the first recorded death, and um, so he was the pastor or the priest, whatever you want to call it, chaplain. For the fire department. And I knew him as a boy growing up. I actually was an altar boy that served under him. And he was killed, um, <clears throat> murdered, actually, uh, administering last rites to uh, somebody who has fallen. And then somebody who jumped fell on top of him and killed him. So he was the first recorded. And it's just, you know, the Vigiano family, the uh, Ielpi family, it's just all these families that I knew as growing up. Um, the Kamaj family—that it still impacts them, and they're, they're still there. So, you know, if you see somebody, go buy them a cup of coffee and say hi, even if you don't know them. Uh, just try to be nice and try to be, um, you know, a little understanding to to the other the other side, because life is way too short, as we found out on nine eleven, and a lot of folks can be taken away from us very, very quickly.
0: All right, so I'm going to ask this on air. This is live programming here. Do we have the rights to play this video? Is this the video, the interview that Keith and I did? No, it's not the, the – Okay, because uh, we can't play interviews yeah, okay. with other people, Judah, <laughs> So, as you know.
1: Yeah, so just do yourself a favor. Just Google it. It's It's a long show. It was an hour-and-a-half show on it there's a portion of it in there that um and and this is unfair to judah that i apologize for doing it to you at the last minute but there's a portion in there of this interview with Vinny. but then there's the the last end of it and the reason why i think the last end of it is so important was a discussion you and i had about your father about family and how we both started tearing up because and after Vinny. The next thing was I interviewed my father and, and Chief Constantino from Lake Monticello Fire, Fire Department. And, you know, I think we ended the show with, you know, go reach out to your father, go reach out to your family members. If you haven't done that in a while, go and do that. Say, hey, mom, hey, dad, how are you doing? If you're blessed to have them with you as I am at this point, or family members, or somebody you haven't talked to in a while, just try to go out and do something kind today. Um, and I, I think if you can do that these people that rushed into a building would have not died for nothing uh, you know that, that's what was troubling me and I, and I don't know how you talk about this on a live talk show and not get emotional about it but you know there was people that stopped what they were doing they were New York City firemen, policemen, rushed into a building to get people out. And I haven't had a chance to look at the stat, but the amount of people that they saved is off the charts. Right? It should have been a lot worse than a little less than 3,000 people that, that died because they were able to climb the stairs, open doors that people were locked behind or, or in fire situations and get them down and out of the building knowing that any moment they either the building was going to come down another plane was going to go they had no idea what was going to happen at that point but they went and did that and you know the you ask yourself at least ask myself if i would have went on the new york city police department and would have transferred to the fire department would i run up those set of stairs would if you ran up those stairs? Would if you go ahead and put your life uh, on the line to help somebody else? And my wife reminded me of the service I did, and and I think I would have done it. I would. I, I I've actually put myself between bullets and people when I was in the Marine Corps, and um, and and did it. Now, for those fellow Marines out there, you actually think bullets bounce off of you sometimes. And then that's probably part of the ethos of what they did going up. But, you know, would you go do this? Would you, in, in today's world, as divided we are, would you stop what you're doing to help a stranger? I, God, I hope so. I hope we haven't lost that. If we have, then that's just beyond scary. So I'm looking for my buddy Jerry to save me because I'm babbling here. To save me before I I
0: lose it a little bit more. Um, We'll play as much of that as you can, Judah. Yep, just give me a heads up when you have that video ready to go. It'll start with um, Vinny and our interview with Vinny on his way to um, Fox News. Just follow just the instructions that I just DM you if you could. Um, This day means quite a bit to Keith, as anyone knows, Um, quite a bit to the country. In uh, totality, Vanessa Parkle says, I remember your show from three years ago. It was very moving. Thank you. I think we should play um, what we did three years ago. Real Talk is taking on a life of its own. I get uh, stopped by quite a bit of people with reference to Real Talk because of its authenticity. And I think a lot of that has to do with Keith. And he wears, if you watch the program, his emotions on his sleeve. Um, He is a passionate guy. And one of the things you'll realize over time with doing a talk show like this where it's, I mean, there's no commercial breaks. There's no time to really catch your, yourself and reset yourself and put your emotions in check. When you go an hour and change without stopping, you're going to see raw and real emotion in its finest and its worst. Uh, and Smith make up new words. And Keith is going to occasionally use words <laughs> to describe data that may or may not have to do with fornicating, um, and that's what happened last well, week. and our mayor uh, oh god. made sure made sure to spotlight across uh, his social media.
1: Oh my god, I, I was I was embarrassed and laughed my butt off at the same time. Uh, I let auto Crick get the best of me, and but in a way, you know, the word that I use kind of. I don't think so. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Thanks for keeping me straight. But um, we do have data here with some corrected terminology yeah, on there. Yeah, and pretty good. Do you polished. want to let them know what the word was that you. Uh... No,
1: no, no, I don't because I'll probably, sc- I'll probably screw it up because Smith did do that. But yeah.
0: When you're riding your bike over the last uh, two days, Saturday and Sunday, to honor uh, the many military men and women who have unfortunately committed suicide and to raise awareness for this, what was going through your mind?
1: Yeah, I wanted to give back. You know, we, we we lose on average 22 veterans to suicide a day. I'll repeat that number. We average 22 suicides of U.S. veterans every day. Um, and I wanted to – I rode with a patch on the back of my bike uh, and a Marine Corps flag uh, talking about this. Uh, and it was really um, – it was really heartwarming. I did two 100-kilometer rides, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, and two things came into mind: the old guy in the back puffing, and 4,000-foot elevation changes on both days, trying to trying to focus and get it done. And then it's much like running a marathon or whatever. Then you have these these bicyclists come and bash you and pat you on the back and go, "Way to go, Marine! Thank you for being. Thank you for saying. You know, thank you for doing this." Um, it makes you, it makes you humble. The other thing that was going through my mind is the enormity of what you and I do three days a week. It it, it hits you and, and, and we joke around and I make up words and I use words I probably don't even understand half the time on it. And we just have a lot of fun and we be authentic and honest but we're, we're approaching 550, by the way. Um, yeah, we, we're approaching show 550. And the enormity, at least in my world, for me, what I do and what we do here, through the, and, and, and the impact it has. You mentioned people. I was up in a CEO event. I was out in California. People watch this. And you think you sit here, to your point, you sit here for an hour, hour and a half, I'm looking at you, you're looking at me. We've got juter through our peripheral vision. We've got one, two, three, four, five. I don't know how many cameras. A dozen cameras. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven cameras. Eight. Eight yeah. did you count that eight one? Eight cameras, yeah. Eight cameras. Eight cameras, two microphones, uh and you know, when, when you speak in front of a crowd of a couple hundred people or whatever, you can read the crowd, you can look at the eyes, you can look at the body language, but at this point, we're talking to people that we don't even know, it's, at least in my brain, that I don't even know is there, it, you know, and, and what you say matters, and you've taught me that over the years, what you say matters, and um, be authentic, um, I've learned that a long time ago. Just and I'll be-
0: tell you, for those watching the program... Um- it's, Thanks for the save. It's it's going to get more significant. Um, what we're doing on this network, as you know, as as legacy media, radio, television, and print falls by the wayside, what we're doing here is going to be prioritized even more. Um, and you know, how many times do you check Facebook every day? How many times do you check LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter every day? Threads every day? Yeah. dozens, if not hundreds, for people yeah
1: um, um it, it's it's the long format thing too right that that's what makes the difference and and when we bring in uh people to interview it's it's even it's even it's even better but today I really wanted it just to be me and you and just have a conversation about nine eleven maybe see if we can tie it a little bit into housing here in a little while um but you know i just I just wanted to get the message out of today of all days, just go out and be kind to somebody, right? Doesn't matter what they look like, who they are, what they believe in, what they don't believe in. You know, is it you're different, they're different. Just go out and be kind to somebody. And it, the smallest of things matter. A hug, hey, thank you. thank you for what you do. I say this all the time. You know, it seems like everybody's bitching and moaning and yelling at everybody. But you don't hear a lot of, and I do it a <coughs> lot, hey, Jerry, thank you for what you do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I make it a point to do that. I think he's got the uh, interview with um, Vinny Kamaj ready to go. So this was from three years ago on 9-11. Thank Keith you, Judah. Smith and i talking with Vinnie Kamaj, his father, a window washer on one of the towers, murdered in a terroristic attack judah wikawa were in your hands if you could play that when you're ready Good Friday morning. My name is Jerry Miller. Welcome to Real Talk, an insider's guide to real estate, life, and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you kindly for joining us. We're live in Charlottesville, Central Virginia, the the Commonwealth, the country, and the world on the I Love Seville Network. Today is a day that we will um, honor those who have fallen on September 11th, and we will do so um, by reaching out to the network of the distinguished gentleman, a well-connected individual who often takes the spotlight from him and his business and shines it. Are we
1: starting to cry already? And we're not even into this for a couple minutes.
0: On people that deserve it. Judah Wickhauer is our director. Keith Smith is our star. A gentleman. (laughs) That you can tell, I respect a lot. Um, good morning. All right. So, uh, how about them Mets? We got this. Yeah, we got this. We'll do this. Um, introduction, please, to your friends.
1: So and family. Yeah. So I, I am. Um, thank you for that kind set of words. I'm blessed just to know some awesome people, right? And and I'm blessed uh, to be around some awesome people.
0: about it some. Um, yeah so the so spirit the great
1: yeah yeah so so when well, we moved out to long island when i was a young boy right so we, we started in queens and brooklyn and all that stuff but we used to travel you know so the neighborhood you know i never really bummed around with the actual next door neighbors because we were always around the group of of other firemen we always just did things we would you know the wives would would go together and and and, and obviously as kids we would be brought the kids the kids along so Um. Uh,
0: Anyway, oh, let me see. What do I got? He's ready. Um, I'm going to reach out to cool. him now.
1: Good. I've been babbling. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: um, Vinny. Vinny, we have you on the line. Um, thank you kindly for joining us on the show, sir. What I'm going to do is I'm going to turn you around to Keith Smith. Um, okay. He is in the city as we speak. Keith Smith, Vinny on the line here.
2: Vinny. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? How are
1: you doing, brother?
0: You I'm got to lift well. your phone doing up doing just well. a
1: little bit so I can see the top of your beautiful head. There hey. you go, man. Look at that gorgeous face. <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been ad-libbing for 15 minutes, brother. <laughs> <I've>
2: been... <laughs> I apologize, so what happened? Man. You
1: get stuck on, uh, in, in the Grand Central?
2: West Side Highway. West Side. They, they, they shut it down down here and I decided to take it and, uh, and I got caught. I got caught in the traffic. I apologize
1: for the delay. No, no, you never apologize to me, brother. So, uh,
2: look, I know, I
1: know, I know you got a, a Fox interview coming on soon. So, thank you for agreeing to talk with us beforehand. So, I tried in my best way to talk about your dad, right? And 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 I failed at it for sure. So, what no. I'd like, uh, what I'd like to do is first take two seconds, tell us a little bit about you, right? Tell us a little bit about your dad and wherever you want to take it from here, brother. This is your time to celebrate dad.
2: Uh, My name is uh, Vincent Kamaj. I'm going to be 42 years old on September 28th. Uh, I go down to the memorial every year. This is the 19th year since uh, my father's passing. My father was Rocco Kamaj. His uh, he he was the window washer, of the, the World Trade Center, the the outside windows. He was uh, he considered, he considered himself the king of the World Trade Center because he was always on top. And uh, one of his biggest quotes was, uh, "It's just me in the sky, just me in the clouds up here. Nobody bothers me, and and I don't bother anybody. It's just it's just me in the clouds up here. And uh, and it's 19 years later, Keith, and uh, y- y- you really never forget. Yeah. You, you, it's 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 something that's not just today but it's for the rest of my my life and it's it's every day that that uh you know I find myself still mentioning my father and and talking about my dad or saying oh dad would have said this or dad would have uh wanted this or or you know it's just it's and it's 19 years later and it's it's still it's still uh it's still so real so
1: before you came on, uh, Jerry and I were like, "Okay, we got to keep it together. We got to keep it together. We got to keep it." I'm together. thinking about
0: cutting the grass. Uh,
1: I, I, you know, to I keep it together. Yeah, I can't. Um, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to hold back the tears, brother. Um, you know, uh, your family means so much to my family, and you know, we won't get into the whole, whole details of, uh, of that. But um, tell us a little bit about Dad. Right, Dad was an immigrant. Right came over from the former yugoslavia if i remember correctly
2: yes uh my father was born in, in yugoslavia we we're ethnic albanian um he came in uh september 17th 1969 and my sister was born september 18th 1969 uh the very next day oh good lord uh my my father started you know with the with the American came here with the american dream i think when he first came you. He wanted, to, he wanted to go back because he didn't know the language, and it was very difficult. Uh, and one of his first jobs was working uh, as a window cleaner for John F. Kennedy Airport. And uh, somebody offered him a job at the World Trade Center, and it was more money, and he said, you know what, I'm gonna try it, he took it, and uh, we actually have him on video quoted, he said, the first day, he was afraid. He was he was scared. He didn't he didn't want to come back. He said, he said, uh, I don't think I'm going to go back to work the next day. And and then two days later, he said it was like nothing. It, it became the norm. Um, he had told my mom that he was washing the windows inside, not the windows outside, because right. she knows he, she would she would have been she would have been nervous. Uh, and my mom actually found out that my father was wa- washing the outside windows because my father was on the front page of the Daily News. And there was a big picture of him with his squeegee. It was him and his squeegee, and uh, that's how my mom was walking to work and just looked, happened to look at the newsstand and saw my dad's picture. Oh
1: God, he must have and, got uh, the I living daylights beat out of him when he got home.
2: Oh. He said, ever since then, he said she's really not, she doesn't trust me anymore. <laughs> yeah, you really, you think? <laughs> You know, yeah, look, you know,
1: I know you're recently married, right? And congratulations, and congratulations <laughs> to the birth of your daughter. Um, Thank you so much, Keith. Uh, I've been married 34, 35 years. I'm going to give you a little secret, right? You know this already. They're going to find out anyway,
2: yeah, right. right? Just
1: tell them You might as well just tell them. They're going to find out, right? You're going to slip, or they're going to, I mean, they're, they're going the to walk down the street and look at a newsstand and go, yeah. holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> yep. right? Uh, it was funny on the, on the, on the way in I was thinking of a story so a little bit of family connection how, how Vinny's connected to us um, my oldest daughter Yasmina's husband Harry and Vinny are best friends and that's how we ended up getting together some hundred years ago and um, so do you remember the story when Harry came over with Yvonne our youngest daughter to your family gathering and all the daughter. cousins and stuff were giving her a hard time thinking that um, thinking that uh Harry, uh, Harry brought over a new girlfriend.
2: <laughs> I I remember it like yesterday. They they all gave Harry dirty looks and uh, were like, "Who's that? Who's that?" And I was like, "No, that's just me and his sister." And then they were okay with it, but at first, because Harry they love.
1: They love Yasmina over in your family.
2: Oh my God! We, we so just imagine it, yeah.
1: that, Yvonne, my youngest daughter, 26. You know, she's a, 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 a pretty di- gal. a Division One swimmer, yeah. Yeah. built pretty well. Yeah. All of a sudden, Harry, bat- my son-in-law, bats into his family gathering and, and introduces Yvonne, and kind of forgets the rest of the conversation. Right? Oh, this is my <laughs> fiance's sister. Sister. Yeah. <laughs> so. There you go. Uh, I think Yvonne, our youngest daughter, kind of loved it. She, oh, look at me, you know. She, she was uh, doing it. so. Um, so, Dad, immigrants, em- immigrates, lives the life story, right? American dream, gets yep. a job on, on the thing. We're going to embed. Um, we're going to embed the, the uh, story about Dad in the feed, so people can, can really learn about his life story. Um, I appreciate. You that. know, you know, this is a difficult question to ask, but tell the story. Nineteen years ago today, there's a, there was a phone call
2: that your dad made. Yes, um, my, my father called from Tower Two, uh, and he, he kept trying to get a hold of my mother. And, and at the time, the, the phone was busy. Every time he kept calling, the phone was busy because everybody else was calling to see how my father was doing. And so when he when he when my mom answered, he goes, "What's wrong with the phone? Why, why is the phone always busy?" And she was just like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" He said. It's, he basically told my mom, you know, don't get, up, don't get upset. I'm okay. Um, I made it out in 93, 1993. Uh, I made it out then, and, and I'm going to make it out now. Please don't, don't upset my kids. We're, we're all in God's hands. Uh, what floor was, was Dad on finish. at that time? He was on the 105th floor. 105th. And the plane had already um, hit the building. So the plane was beneath him about so uh, I think it was like 30 floors yeah. we have uh, transcripts we have transcripts of my father and he's quoted, he's quoted speaking to a, a, a port authority supervisor they said Rocco over the walkie talkie they said Rocco where are you and he said I'm on the 105th floor and the gentleman said Rocco we're sending people to come get you and uh, my father said no don't send anyone up here he said big smoke That was his exact quote was big smoke. Don't send anyone up here. And I think about that quite often. I say, you know, I I would have personally been like, send me a helicopter, the Marines, like like, do whatever you got to get me out of here. And and my father knew. I I feel like my father knew what danger it was. And he said, he said, no, don't don't send anyone uh, up here.
1: So, hey, Vinny, you know, you're the same man, right? You're you're the same
2: man. If I can be uh, half the man, if I can be half the man, my father was,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll be here. So again. we're going uh, to interview my pop here in a little bit. And um, one of the things I always say, um, and the good news is he doesn't, he doesn't, um, he doesn't um, have Facebook, so he's not watching us live. So he doesn't <laughs> know I'm going to say this. Um, but if I become half the man, he's, he is. I'll be doing something in my life. I really will. Um, God
2: bless Keith. But, I know you, Vinnie, are, you are Vinnie, I know members. you.
1: I know you. I love you. You are your, fo- your, 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 your father, man. Thank you, too.
2: So, Thank proud you so of much. You. Love you. Love and you to team. death.
1: Uh, sorry. Told Bye. you I was going to cry. <laughs> so much for being a big-ass Marine, huh? <laughs> 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 right? Well, I'm, uh, 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 so um, today, uh, you guys, um, you're, you're going to go over to the memorial and, and pay your respects. Tell, tell, tell us a little bit about um, what, what, what is an average, I don't know if this is going to come out right, but you know, on 9-11 in the morning, they shut down. This is only for families own, only. Tell, tell us what that's like and tell us if that, it, it can't help, but how does that feel? Does that make sense?
2: it's 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 hard to it's hard to explain um we never found yeah, they never no. found my dad so so this is um this is a cemetery like i feel like you know he's he spread across this this land here this, yeah. this property and i have to say they did they did a such an amazing job with uh, with uh the way they, they honored uh the people with the names and the the waterfall and and it's every day. I mean, Keith, you, it's it's every day that that you remember. But sure. you come down here today, and you, you know, I look, I look up, and the towers aren't there. And I used to actually work in the World Trade Center in the same building as my father. And he used to come down to the forty fourth floor when I when I worked there and pick me up, and I'd go to the roof and have lunch with him. So on the roof, I come down. Did you go him, up on, on the outside?
1: Yeah. Did you go up on the outside on his rig, or did you go inside?
2: He let me. St- he let me step on his scaffold once but he, I'm telling you he held on to me by my belt so tight he, yeah, he, wouldn't let I go like he imagine like, get, get, he was like get back get back in here I, mean, uh, I think was, also I, I probably should not be saying this for legal purposes he wasn't uh he probably wasn't allowed to let me uh yeah, in there but it's okay uh, it, was, it was like a split second that he that he that I went up there um, but I'd enjoy lunch with him and and I and I look at some of the places that are still around here and and, and I just coming down mm-hmm. here I just look at everything and i remember where things were and and where we where we were together and where we grab lunch together because some of the pizzerias and, and places are actually still open um, so it's just a it's, it's it's a it's a hard feeling to explain yeah. so i, it I this know brings, it brings back
1: i, I know you got a, an interview at at 10:45 with Fox and and we got a couple more minutes before 10:40 I don't I, I, I want to give you a breather to, to, to uh, take a bit of a breather and spend a little bit of time with your dad before you have to you have to talk to to Fox thank but you. I, I you know I, I didn't really have anything planned to talk today I you know if there's zero people watching this all I wanted to do was look you in your face and tell you I love you man thank you. And uh, you know uh, anything? You know our family's always here for your family, and I love
2: you, Keith, and I and appreciate the, I, you guys I, yeah. every day. Thank yeah, you next, so much.
1: I wish you had a little bit more hair on your head, but that's okay. That's a, <laughs> different, that's a
2: different story. It's gone. It's it's just yeah. I well, you know, grass it.
1: doesn't grow on a busy street. <laughs> so you Have you great- you
2: uh
1: you got a family gathering this evening, right? Because you you this afternoon. So people what, what, people always
2: come over. Um, people stop by. Um, nothing crazy just the immediate family comes by we we talk about dad and you know we have a couple drinks and some food and and that's it i mean it's it's been a tradition for 19 years i just i go home and people just show up and you have to quantify the size of your family though right so oh i'm i'm having a baptism and and i'm only inviting first cousins and their kids because of the covid and and it's close to 80 people and i'm that's just first cousin. I, 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 I have, and that's yeah, first cousins. That's just first we have a cousin. huge, huge family. Yeah.
0: So well, my we, mom and
2: my dad it, it's a very big family. So
0: ask him how he's passing it on, carrying the legacy with the next generation that's of the
1: family. Literally, what I was just our, our chemistry is working, Joe. I was just going to ask, how do you plan to pass this along to your,
2: your next um, generation? My father's birthday was on August seventeenth, and uh, I brought my daughter down. And I'm, I'm actually going to send you the picture, Keith. you got to see it. And she's, she's grabbing the flower on his name because they, they always put flowers on the name sure. for whoever's birthday it is. The, the building themselves, is what that's what they do. And she's grabbing the flower, and I plan on bringing her every year. And I honestly, even this year, I wanted to bring her, but I was uncertain with the, with the situation of how many people were going to be here. And I didn't want to expose her to, sure. to too many people. But it's going to be a tradition that every year... Um, my daughter is going to my, hopefully I have more kids, but my kid, my, my kid now, my daughter Meadow, will uh, come and join me uh, for his birthday and, and for 9/11 and for father's Day and, you know, and just just come here and, and celebrate his life with me. And there's actually a book out on my dad, and, and I can't wait until she gets a little older and starts understanding it so I can read it to her so she, so she can understand uh, who, my, who my father was.
1: Well, we're going to put that in the lake, Vinny. I got you a little bit over. I got you at at ten forty-one. Um, Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, Yona and I can't come up because of COVID. New York, Connecticut's not allowing folks from Virginia. But as soon as they can, we're going to come up and see you guys, and uh, we'll get together and smoke a cigar and drink some bourbon.
2: Yes, I appreciate it, and looking forward to that, Keith. I love Thank you, man. You. Thanks for doing no problem, this. Man. No problem.
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. you. Enjoy Have a great day. Bye. Take care. Um, comments Iris Luck love you Iris my brother says the same thing when he compares himself to our father we are blessed to have incredibly loving role models thank you for sharing your hearts Um, Kelsey thank you for this today Keith Barbara than love you, Barb. There you go. Thank you all for your service. Comments continuing. Um, Jennifer Warren. Wonderful show. Thank you for your service. Three incredible men. More comments coming in. Keith's going to welcome his father and his friend, Richie.
1: Richie Constantino. Mm-hmm.
0: Richie Constantino to the program in T-minus two minutes. They will be f- live from a f- the firehouse.
1: We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, call them in live from the Lake Monticello Fire Department. Um, we were going there, there's a monument there. We were trying to set it up so we can actually do it in front of the monument, but the road noise and Wi-Fi and stuff didn't <clears throat> didn't let it happen. But before we do that, maybe today's a really good day. If you haven't reached out, uh, hopefully your father's still alive. Um, if you haven't reached out, just reach out and say, hey, pop or dad or whatever you call him. I love you. And that's it. Don't have to be anything
0: more than that. Um, love you, miss you. And so if you. If you Vinnie Kamaj, guys, um, walking through the streets of Manhattan, chatting with Keith Smith three years ago um, and literally telling Fox News and CNN that um, you're going to wait for a real talk with Keith Smith. I think that speaks to the emotional connection the Kamaj family has with the Smith family. Um, that was undoubtedly, Keith, one of the best interviews we have ever done. It,
1: we were talking, uh, you know, that was three years ago. I mean, we've been doing this coming up on show 505, which I haven't figured out that it's pretty close. We're around 445, 446, something like that right now. And, and you know, to go ahead and look back that far, hey, look, I just want to give thanks to Judah. This I did to him on the fly. without Judah. the show would not be what we what we do every day and be or three days a week and, and be a success. but I just wanted that that was a very touching story to listen to, and what we 're going to do kind of wrap up the show today um, is you know Jerry and I going to chat a little bit, but i 'd really like everybody to to listen to the last six or eight minutes of that show when Jerry and I are talking and you know, it's a very raw, emotional conversation. Lots of tears. Lots of of seeing who we really are as humans. Because I think at that point when we were doing that, Jerry, I think we just, like, forgot that there was cameras on. And we forgot there was microphones on. And this was just Keith and Jerry having having a conversation. But please, guys, you know, I didn't really have much for today. And I, I just wanted folks to, to not forget about today. But really to go out and be kind to somebody, a random person, just be kind to somebody. Trust me, it'll, it'll make your day. You will feel much better about yourself. If you do something random, you know, pay for a person's coffee in front of you or at right behind you or whatever, whatever it is. But do a little random act of kindness today.
0: Trust me, you'll feel a lot better about yourself. Keith Smith, guys. Real Talk with Keith Smith, online at RealTalkwithKeithSmith.com. This is the kind of guy that you want fighting for you at the closing table, undoubtedly. And I want to close the program with the final, is it seven or eight minutes, Judah? Yeah. Final seven or eight minutes we're going to replay for you of our 20-year anniversary show right here on Real Talk with Keith Smith. This is three years ago, the final seven or eight minutes of Real Talk with Keith Smith from three years ago. One of the most emotional moments in the history of this network, that I think is over three thousand shows deep. Um, Judah Wickower, thank you kindly for your work. Keith Smith, thank you kindly for your work. Seven or eight minutes from Real Talk with Keith Smith from three years so, ago.
1: So, so a little setup for the rest of the week, though, right? Because please tune back in. Wednesday we have Denise Remy, and Friday we've got a couple of up that we're working we're working on. So. Uh, but today was just to be about remembering and uh, paying tribute uh, to the folks that uh, gave their lives.
0: There we go. All right, Judah, in three, two.
1: I don't want to um, sound um, disrespectful to people that are taking their time to spend with us, which is, is, you know, I, I, I got up early this morning. I prepared, I went for a bike ride. And as I was bike riding, I, 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 the, just the honor that somebody's prepared to spend an hour or whatever amount of time we're talking. I don't remember. I don't even know how long we've been talking for. Um, uh, out of their day to listen 92 to, minutes 92 minutes well wow. to to listen to me and to you and to us it's just it's just honoring you know it's just i, I can't put it to words and you know when i can't put something to words you know it's, it's a problem first time i've ever seen that yeah yeah so yeah you know I, and i i think to wrap up around Pop and and Richie and Lake Monticello Fire Department and all the other fire services that are watching and the other EMS services that are watching and the PD and and all that stuff. And, you know, again, putting all this crap aside that we're in the middle of right now, you know, why don't you help them help you, right? Reach out to them, particularly the fire services, particularly Lake Monticello. You know, they, 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 they work on volunteer cash, right, funds, right? If they don't receive volunteer money, they can't serve you. Um, you know, when you dial that phone or you hit 9 one and you have an emergency, these guys show up regardless if you contributed or not. So if you can reach your hand in your pocket and help them out a little bit. Shelly Campbell. I oh. love
0: me some Lenny and some Richie. Oh yeah. Thank you for your service guys. Lots of respect for them. Yep. Um, man, your community uh, is watching this in force yeah, right now.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, I,
0: I it, it's, um. Iris, I love you. Iris, stop making us cry, guys. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm you I'm, I'm doing a little better than you I know.
0: are. <laughs> you start <laughs> talking about, got me thinking about my dad.
1: Yeah, well, go see him.
0: I wish I'm I could. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Well, mom doesn't want it. Oh, she's oh. afraid of.
1: Yeah. Well, do you Skype the him? health? Yeah, do you all okay. the time. Okay. Yeah, it's I, not the same. Yeah, just just reach. I know. Yeah. I... I, I you know,
0: what am I supposed to do? I, I, yeah, yeah.
1: I, you know, Jerry, I love you. I, I consider you a very close friend, Same. and um, I wish I could give you some advice, but I can't. Yeah. You know, but yeah. You know, you, you've got to respect mom's wishes, and so. But I'm blessed. You know, I, I, I get to see that face all the time. Right. Like I said, I get to sometimes <laughs> maybe not so blessed but uh yeah you know we're we're super blessed you know it's it's uh you know uh my 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 grandson, which is his great grandson is is almost two years old of twenty months or however old he is, um you know there's two pops there's me, he goes, pop, and he sees my father, and he goes, pop, you know, so awesome. uh yeah, it's um i'm super blessed to have have a family, you know, and we the family that I have, and you know sometimes. We get into each other's faces, but at the end of the day, you hug it out. I hug it out. Yeah, it, you know what? Now with masks, but we hug it out. So thank you for letting me do this, Jerry. I, I know I, I want to say thank you to you. I want to say thank you to Judah. Of I, I wanted I, I pushed you guys a lot the last two days to prep for this, and um, you guys has always stepped up. And I want to say thank you to Vinny. You know, uh, to share his story, and you know I, I, I cannot. I cannot overstate how important it is that he actually told Fox News, yeah, I'm not going to talk to you now. I'm going to talk to you then because I'm talking to Keith and Jerry and, and, his, and his thing. So um, just first, first class, first rate people, and if I ever grow up become
0: anything like these people, I'll be doing something. Guys, this is uh, Real Talk. It's a show about real estate. Today, it's a show about real life. more important things. That's real exactly life. exactly right. And what this man's doing with his show is shining a spotlight on people that deserve a spotlight. And he's saying we have this following, but we're not gonna talk about business. We're Today's talk not a business about the community. Thing. Today's not a business thing. And that's a reflection of his character. Keith Smith, Jonas Smith, the Yes Team Realtors, Tuesdays and Fridays, ten fifteen to about eleven forty. Ish. <laughs> Ish. <laughs>